0: Hey everybody, what's going on? Welcome to a new episode of Bernie Talk. So has everybody enjoyed the weekend's games, finishing off yesterday with my team United beating Brentford, finally we got some goals, a little decent play, but we'll get into that later. So I wanted to start off, there was a lot of like, there's a ton, a ton, ton, ton of talk going around all like the uh, reporters and everybody about Liverpool's, you know, run for the, like the quadruple, okay? Now, yes, they won the League Cup, but first, in reality, they're in second place, right? Okay, they are in the semifinal, they're winning 2 nothing. okay, but, you know, on the other side, if they get to the final, they have to beat City or Madrid, okay, that's second, And lastly, they are in the FA Cup final against Chelsea, which isn't easy. So everybody's running around screaming, "Is this the greatest team ever? Is this the team that's going to win the whole thing?" With you know, they're projecting what they think is going to happen. You know, and but then you have teams, and I'll just give two for example. Um say, like, more recently, uh, the city, as much as I hate them, has basically domestically won everything year in, year out. You know, they have all those league titles the last few years since all the investment. Liverpool have one title. One title. Okay. But yet... Oh and then and they're in first place right now, but yet everybody's talking about how city can win the title. As long as or excuse me, as long as Liverpool or excuse me, Liverpool will win the title. as long as city doesn't lose, they not, Liverpool can't do anything, but it's, it's a crazy thing, and this is my one dislike of well, not the only one, but a big dislike of the media is they run cover like I don't know what for Liverpool like it's always been like that 30 years they were irrelevant but everybody bashed me over the head telling me how they were just as big as United when United were winning everything now they're just you know they're going to win everything although City's it has been winning you know they've won one league title you know I know that everybody wants to run around saying how City Liverpool City Liverpool have won one league title since Klopp has been there. One. Now, that I'm not saying anything's wrong with that, but if you put it in perspective, Blackburn also has one league title, mm-hmm, right? Leicester also have one league title, right? Okay. Arsenal have more than one league title, but yet we're being told how Liverpool is the greatest thing ever. Okay. Now I talked about City how recently you know they're going oh win everything and you know how Liverpool could win the quadruple okay they haven't done it the one team that has won the treble is United and that team gets absolutely no respect at all you know whenever they talk about greatest Premier League teams they talk about the Invincibles Arsenal United basically won. Everything, you know, okay, they didn't win the League Cup, but they won the League. They won the FA Cup and they won the Champions League. To win the Champions League, they went through Inter with Ronaldo, uh, Brazilian Ronaldo. They went through Juventus with Del Piero, Zidane. They went through Bayern Munich twice with uh, Kahn and like that whole, like Lothar Mateus, all those guys. They went through Barcelona with Rivaldo. So uh, their 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 group in that Champions League run was Bayern Munich and Barcelona were all in that. It was United, Bayern Munich, and Barcelona. Okay, so please, enough with this, yeah? And then, if it wasn't for United, Arsenal would have a ton more titles because that team was ridiculous that they beat. They had... Overmars, Petit, Vieira, burkamp like they had such a team, like if you think of that FA Cup uh, semi-final, Giggs scoring that goal in uh, extra time, you know, Schmeichel saving uh, Burkamp's penalty, it was just like ridiculous that team, it was just ridiculous, you know, and they won the treble, but yet nobody gives them as much credit as they deserve. Like, they won the treble, not with these, like, monster squads that all these clubs have. They had, like, basically, like, 18-ish players that they used throughout the season. So, and then forget about the other one that, like, the uh, the teams that were going battling against Barcelona in the, um, you know, early-ish, mid-2000s, you know, that team had, they won the they, they won the double, the Champions League and League double, right? Has Liverpool done that? Uh, no. Has City done that? Uh, no. And everybody forgets about that team. I even forget sometimes about that team when we start talking about the United teams. You know, they had Ronaldo, Tevez, Rooney, Scholes, Giggs, Ferdinand, Vidic, Van der Sar. Like, that team was... Berbatov, I think, was on that team as well. All of those guys all together. So don't give me this... Liverpool is the greatest thing ever. It's, I, I understand that, like, people's now like attention span is like basically 15 seconds. So whatever's in front of them is the greatest thing ever. And like I said, City were the greatest thing ever about five seconds ago. And then you know Klopp started screaming and yelling, and all of a sudden they're the greatest thing ever because all like the fanboy, you know, uh, mob of Liverpool came out and was like punching people to make sure you knew that they were the best team ever. I just wish that they like you know weigh things on their accomplishments. You know, I'm not taking anything away from Liverpool. Liverpool is doing good. They're doing very well. They won the League Cup. They're all, they're in it, you know, with a chance to win everything. Yeah. I'm not doubting that, but this thing of forgetting who's done things and you know won the whole thing and the players and you know just I just find it ridiculous and I and I get it like nowadays you know, you're always fi- trying to find the next big thing. Like, forget the past; that's that's irrelevant. Which I find so crazy because it always you always want to look at the greatness, right? Like, you know, because really, you know, they got they have a good they have a good team, Liverpool, no no doubt. But again, they haven't accomplished basically anything. They won one league title. And that was when there was no fans in it. So there was basically no pressure, you know. So, and I don't care what anybody says. When you're not playing in front of home fans, away fans, or whatever it is, you have less pressure on you to, to be worried of messing up, be worried about making a certain tackle because they don't, then the referee doesn't have that pressure put on him to, um, you know, send the player off if the tackle's kind of rough because they don't have that reaction. Uh, you know the other team doesn 't have that like they don 't get fired up because there 's no fans in there, so i 'm not taking it away that they they won the league title. I find it hilarious that they won their first league title in like a billion years in front of nobody love that I mean that was like just great and i don 't care Liverpool fans listen to this i you know i hope you 're getting angry because I just find it just oh so pleasant but um anyway, like I said, I just wish that they would look at like the other things, and stop with this, oh, this could be the greatest thing, it hasn't happened, it hasn't happened, and you know, again, if they, if they, keep winning, and so does City, it doesn't matter what Liverpool does, they can't win the league, and I wouldn't, put all my eggs in, uh, you know, the semi-final being over yet, too, because, you know, that Emery, he knows how to win games, you know, in these European games, so, Two nothing, yeah, I know. It's like it's a good score, but you know, there's still a second leg, and then also you have Madrid and City. City, I'm hoping they get beat. We're going to talk about that in the next uh, part of this uh, podcast. But you know, I'll be putting, I'd put my money on Madrid if it was a Madrid Liverpool final. I don't care what anybody says. Like so. We'll see what happens, you know, and um, we'll go from there. And then maybe in a few weeks, I'll be laughing on a podcast about how this hype machine to put Liverpool on this pedestal of the greatest ever will have come to bust. What do you think, guys? Now, on to the semifinal. I got City Madrid. What are we thinking? I know it's coming up. I know everybody's running around telling me how great City was in that semifinal. And they, they scored four goals, no doubt. But I was being also told that Madrid were brutal, horrible, couldn't get out of their own way. And they somehow scored three goals. So, hey, if I'm Madrid and I got three goals and I was complete garbage, according to everybody, I'm pretty happy because, hey... Scoring three goals, no matter how you played, is great. So you can't expect them to be that bad with guys like Benzema, Vinicius, Junior, Modric, Cruz, all those guys in the team. I highly doubt that they're going to be that bad again. I think this is going to be good. I just have this sneaky feeling that with it 4-3, Guardiola, which is funny because Guardiola is like the ultimate tinker of a team when it comes to these one-off games, right? But a guy like Ranieri was made fun of years ago about being like the tinkerman. He was changing. Isn't that the greatest thing? He was made fun of for constantly swapping and sorting out and like changing players, you know, game to game, never having like a set squad like 11. Now, if you don't do it, you're looked upon like you're an idiot. I don't know, man. I must be, you know, taking like Looney Tune pills like or something like it's absolutely insane to think that like just in a matter of like, say, 10, 12 years, it's been that big of a shift. Right. So anyway, I just feel that like Guardiola is going to overthink this and just like start putting guys in positions that they shouldn't be switch the back four to like a three or whatever it is and it might just play right in the madrid's hands because i think i think it's going to be a good game i think that uh madrid will come out a lot stronger and a lot more organized i don't know what happened in that game but i think there's going to be a big difference in that game and i and i find it going i'm gonna find it very interesting I know all like the uh, talk sports, Sky Sport, BT, all, the, all that crew is just, you know, falling over themselves looking for an all English final, which would be hilarious if it was an all Spanish final. I mean, I'd die laughing. It would be hilarious. And I understand, I like, I follow the English league, United is my team and all that, but just the arrogance sometimes of like this thing of like, you know, everybody is so inferior to our league is like ridiculous. You know, and Ancelotti is, um, you know, big time pro when it comes to these type of games. He he knows what he's doing, and there's no away goals. There's no, I mean, my, that probably would have helped Madrid to be honest with you. But you know, there's no away home goals. It's like four three right now. So you know, Madrid gets a few goals. You know, all of a sudden the panic starts kicking in to Guardiola. He starts moving guys around, subbing guys. I just don't think, like, he's one to take pressure on. He's so used to getting his way most of the time in the league that I don't feel that when it comes down to these, like, intense, like, decision-making moments where, like, you know, one decision changes everything, he is very good at reacting to that cuz he, he doesn't seem to when it comes to a big game you could see you know past times against Madrid Barcelona Atletico you know even like some not so huge teams back that, you know back back throughout the years of him going to Champions League so it'll be interesting to see uh, what he does Coming into this game, will he make different changes? Will he leave certain guys out? I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if he left out like a De Bruyne or somebody like that because he's going to throw in like, a, like an extra guy in the midfield just to break things up. Like, you know, because as much as everybody says, oh no, he's going to go for it, this, he gets very panicky when it comes to these types of games when it's this close because he doesn't get to bully a team around because Madrid can't be bullied like some of these other teams who just bow down to uh, Guardiola. So I'll be interested to see what happens. Again, I'll be rooting for uh, Madrid, and we'll just see, who, what, see what happens. You know, and now like turning to um, the relegation of who is going down in England, you know, we already have Nor- Norwich has gone down, which that's basically what they do every year. They come up, they go down, they come up, they go down. It's crazy. Um, you know, and then basically I think Watford's all butt down. They're, they're pretty much gone. Um, then, you know, Everton threw a monkey wrench into it by beating Chelsea, you know, so they're still below Leeds and Burnley, but they, you know, have a game or two in hand, I think off the top of my head. Uh, Leeds, I could see getting sucked down into that because they just, they're, they're just there you know what I mean like they're not doing much to be honest with you and Burnley you know they'll have a good win then they'll lose and so it's it's tight now again if Burnley keep winning and Leeds keep winning I don't know like how that would work if Everton won because they have like a game or two in hand but you know they've been so all over the place that you don't know what's going to happen I mean they beat Chelsea which I was completely shocked about but they have to do that consistently, and now will they because they could go into the next game, and all of a sudden they just like drop a dud and then it 's like a back to the drawing board you know, so uh, you know it was cool to see um, i don 't really phew, i don't know like everton going down would be just huge. I know it was like huge when Aston Villa went down. This is probably just like bigger just because they 've just Been around so long, and they're just like one of those teams you just expect to always be there. But I'm not sure because Leeds don't do much either. Like I know they're more put together than they were with Bielsa, but like they're still kind of just like all over the place. They're erratic, you know. uh, Burnley erratic. So it's gonna be it's gonna be so fun to watch. I feel bad for all those fans because. All of them must be just sick to their stomachs thinking their team's going down, you know, not, no no, they're going down. We're staying up. Oh no, wait, we lost, now we're going down. So I'm I'm very excited to see that, you know. It'll be um it'll be interesting because you know, Leeds Leeds is huge as well. Everton's huge, Burnley, they're not that they're not that big team, like say those other two, but they've been around, they've been around in the league now for a good few years. So it's not like one of these teams that came up one year and they dropped down one year, like the other teams that are probably, well, one's already going down and the other that's most likely going down. Those three, especially Everton are all just like been around one way or the other, you know, Leeds is just huge. They'll have issues if they drop down because You know, there's a good few players that will just go. I can almost guarantee you, I don't care what anybody's talking about, about this, like, oh, they're loyal to Leeds because they're, like, local guys. No. You you think so. You just watch if they drop what's going to happen. They're going to be gone. Everton, same thing. They have tons of players, whether I think they're good or not. Some people do. Richarlson, Pickford, you know, I like Seamus Coleman. I wish he, a few years ago, went to United. Um, I guess that Michael Keane. I'm just thinking off the top of my head. There's a good few guys. Like, it, it, I think there'll be a ton of those guys going, you know. And then what will happen with Lampard? Will he stay? Would he want to go? I mean, he somehow f- keeps stumbling onto n- new jobs, so he would probably just go and get, like, the England job or something like that. Um, now, Burnley will be a different story because... I don't think, and again, those two teams, like if they drop down, they won't have the same amount of money, but they do have more than Burnley. And now Burnley, if they go down, they, they could have an issue like Bournemouth right now where like they're having, you know, they can't, they, they're not popping right back up, right? So that could be, that could be another issue. So it'll be interesting to see who goes down and like who leaves, who stays, like, all those things are going to be very, very interesting. So it'll be a good, it'll be interesting couple of weeks coming up about that. So I'm looking forward to it and we'll see what happens. And then, you know, in a few weeks when I'm back on here, you know, on one of those later on podcasts, we can see what happened and maybe somebody else will get dragged in. I think those, those are the three that are going to be fighting out, but we'll see. Now, you know, United yesterday, good win. Bradford were basically just... You know, whatever. They didn't do much. They did here and there a few minutes. But United looked comfortable. Um, there's a few things I was, like, pumped up about. I thought Elanga was good. I liked Bruno's goal. Ronaldo was Ronaldo. I hope he stays. If he doesn't, I'm going to be really pissed. Really, really pissed. Not at him, at the team, for being such garbage that he had to go. You know, I wouldn't blame him if he leaves because, you know, he wants to play in Champions League. I hope he stays. But well, we'll see what happens. Um, you know, so there was a few things. De Gea. I liked how De Gea did. Varane was, was okay as well yesterday. There was like a, a few things that were decent. You know, yesterday, um, you know, you saw Matic and Mata playing basically in their last game. I think Cavani as well. You know, there's a few guys that are going to go. Um, the one thing I will say, though, is this nonsense. Like, I saw Lingard... Uh, his brother, of all people, like, what is this? It's like, came out and was talking about how he thought it was disgraceful that United didn't give him a sending off. What the, like, dude, check your emotions a little bit, right? This is work, this is a job, get a grip, right? Number one, you haven't played in, like, years, really, basically, for United, except here and there. If you were good enough, you'd still be there, yeah, Right? If you were like somebody that the fans wanted to see, they would have voiced their, their opinion that they wanted to see you. So if you just want to get your ego stroked and have your brother come out and have this conversation in the media, that's fine. But you know what? Don't, have other, don't expect other people to go, oh, yeah, he really should have got his sentence off. I could have cared less. And that's going on to what I was saying. If anybody noticed, not one English player played yesterday. Yeah, Right. If Phil Jones played at the very end, but, you know, whatever about that. But look at the guys. Now, Maguire's injured, okay, right? Juan Bissaka didn't see the field. Shaw didn't see the field. I can't remember if he's injured or not, but, you know, averages, he's probably injured. Rashford, no game. Sancho, no game. Lingard, no game, right? It, it tells you something. To me, that's the root of the biggest issue at United. The English players have kind of like taken over this mob in the locker room. And again, I blame Sochar because I think he fed into this, you know, cliche young United players are the English guys. Yeah, years ago that's true, but those players are long gone. These guys are a bunch of spoiled brats that are going to destroy everything. And you can see, I think Rangnick and maybe it's Ten Hag that like had the say in this. Like, you know, maybe he's the guy going like, I've seen how these guys are. They are the rot that's going on in the locker room, and maybe that's why he had them benched or not play or whatever. And you could see the guys that are on the field. Ilonga's putting in putting in a lot of work. You know, Bruno now like is doing a bunch more. Like he's not like playing balls to Rashford, who Rashford doesn't want to run anymore. He basically just wants to stand there and do flicks and tricks and go nowhere, and they don't even work. You know, Elanga is twice the type of player he is because he takes the ball and goes right he he goes and attacks like he gives he gives issues to the defenders trying to foul him you know and I think Rashford at one time did that but now he seemed to get too big for all that like and he's like no nah, I don't do that anymore I'm gonna do this and then he just mopes. you know Elanga and Ronaldo looked like they got a good chemistry going on which is awesome I think that would be great hopefully if Ronaldo stays that'll be a nice connection that they could like grow on like because I think Right there is what you can see what was working. You saw how quick, quicker the ball was moving. Even Mata, who's not quick, was getting involved. Like, that's the kind of stuff you need. Not this, like, BS nonsense of these English guys who feel like they're better than everybody and they should get their, like, butts kissed and just, like, be allowed to run the show and not have any pushback from anybody because... I feel like that's a big reason why Sochar lost his job because those guys, as any little brat does, didn't get more, always wants more, and if they don't, they will destroy you. And it looks like that's what happened. By first giving Maguire the captaincy, stupid. Rashford being, like, blown up. Every chance Sochar saw a microphone, he blew up uh, Rashford into this, like, hemisphere of, like, nonsense that it wasn't even like you know justified right it wasn't even justified that he he did anything to to get that praise um you know Sancho first season but he's been sort of a you know doing nothing you know he's supposed to take players on he's Alanga's doing what he should be doing wambasaka how the, again I say this every podcast I think How a guy has gotten to this point of his career and this high of a level and he cannot cross a ball at all. Unreal. Like, unreal. Unreal. Um, You know, I said Maguire. Shaw is just like, I don't know what's wrong with him, but... Again, I'm looking forward to seeing everything Ten Hag does because I'm hoping that he can sort some stuff out. And he'll have some, a bit easy, not easier, but he'll have a bunch of guys out of contract that he doesn't have to worry about. You know, so he, those guys are just gone. Like he doesn't even have to worry about trying to sell them. Or is he going to try to fit them in? What is he going to do? Is there going to be an issue in the locker room? They're gone, right? Awesome. Now the guys who I think he's gotta to try to like cash in on whatever it is. Even if it's a loss, sometimes you gotta take a loss. Shaw, Maguire, Juan Bissaka, Rashford, all those guys, I think if you could get some money for those, poof. Jump on it. Jump on it, take it, and see what you get see what you can get. Because I think like he might be dipping back into the well of like the old Ajax guys like the Jong, the Ligt. and whether I agree or not, you know, we'll see. You know, sometimes Guys that you know, I know De Jong is doing well at Barcelona. Delic, you know, eh. but I think maybe sometimes you know they 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 can you know under their old coach maybe there's be there'll be more of a spark, right? So it'll be interesting to see. I hope that he, they get rid of the rot that's going on. And a big to me that was a big big showing that Rangnick, whether it was under his plan or. Under um, Ten Hogs-like plan, not one of these English guys played. I'm looking for If that's where that's headed, you know, and that's how, you know, he can, he can put a foot down and he's got that strength to do just sit these guys and not play them, I'm looking forward to it. We will see what happens. I'm, I'm, I'm tentatively and nervously optimistic. Let's put it that way. We'll see what happens, guys. So, but anyway... Hope you guys enjoyed my latest podcast about all soccer ins and outs, what's going on, my opinions, my rants. If you like it, I hope you did. If you didn't, I hope you also drop me a line. Tell me what you might want me to talk about or just, you know, yell or whatever you want to do. Have some fun, guys. That's what it's all about. So, again, thanks again for all the support. Hope you enjoy your rest of your guys' day. And this was the latest episode of Bernie Talk.